Hey guys, welcome back to another podcast episode. So I'm, I don't know how long this one's going to be, but I kind of wanted to talk about girl groups in this conversation. What I really wanted to talk about tonight um, are girl groups and why, like not everybody, but like why do they break up? Like, like what is it? Because you guys in the 90s and like especially like the 2000s, I was a huge fan of girl groups. And I mean, that started for me like with TLC and Spice Girls. Those are like the first two girl groups that I grew up with. I mean, my parents listened to In Vogue. I think Destiny's Child was around like close to the same time. Not like when TLC was like when they started, but like they came out eventually. And like, I would say TLC Spice Girls really got me into girl groups and like the idea of like a girl group because like boys were a huge deal, right? Like NSYNC, Backstreet, and I'm going to get into those too, like eventually, but girl groups are the subject of tonight's conversation. So Spice Girls and TLC, which are on two different spectrums completely, both of them really got me immersed in girl groups and like, I I, I said girl, girl groups, sorry, I, I speak really, really fast. Anyway, um, so after the Spice Girls kind of broke up, TLC was sort of a thing still, but like they were kind of like, because of the whole like, I guess like scandal at the, you know, between them and like Pebbles and all that stuff, they weren't like making new music, I would say until like, I think what Fan Mail, the Fan Mail album that came out in like 2001 or whatever. Um, and by that time, Britney Spears like had kind of like catapulted and like, and I, I'm, I bring her up because she's Britney, but I also bring her up because like after Spice Girls, and like, you know, I mean, like I said, Disney Child was still a thing and all of they, they were still doing their thing. But with the rise of like Brandy, Monica, Brittany, and all these other, and Leanne Rhymes too, because she was in the country, all these girls, all these solo girls for like the, for like the youth, it kind of became like less and less cool to be in a girl group. In fact, Britney Spears was going to be in a group called Innocence and that like didn't pan out, which is weird because like Nikki Deloge, who was also on Mickey Mouse Club with her, was in that group. And I honestly, to this day, I think I've heard like one Innocence song and it like out of nowhere and like they never became anything. And I don't even understand why that was a thing. Like what happened with Innocence? I know that Lou Pearlman, who's like absolute trash, he's he's gone now but he's he's dead now but like he was absolutely trash i know he was involved with like their management or whatever and that might be why they never got off the ground because he could make a boy group all day all night with lfo backstreet and sync but he wasn't really from what i understand was not successful when it came to girl group girl groups I'm, that word right now it's struggling i'm struggling but girl groups he was not really as successful with and for whatever reason no uh innocence never got off the ground but um there was like bewitched so there were like a few girls like girl groups coming out but nobody like that hit that thing and i just want to know why like i mean at that time at that time because i'm going to get into later with like 2002 and up and like we'll talk about those girls but i really want to focus right now on why some of these girl groups didn't make it so i was looking up like Bewitched and Bewitched was around for a while, but they only had like a few big hits here in the US. They had Say La Vie, which was their biggest hit, and then they had songs like Roller Coaster, which I love Roller Coaster. Roller Coaster was a bop to me. They were on, I think, the Pokemon first movie soundtrack. Uh, what song was that? Oh my gosh, it was like, um, uh, I can hear it in my head. It was like, uh, Everybody Get Happy. Is that what that was? I'm not going to sing it, but is that what that was? And then they had a song from the first Princess Diaries, which is like Jesse Hold On or no, was that it? Maybe it wasn't. I don't know. I know they say Hold On in the song, so I'm sorry. Um, and I know they do have a song called Jesse Hold On. I don't know if those are the same thing or whatever. But like I said, for a time, they were kind of popular here. But I think they were just really drowned out by like, you know, like I said, the, 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 the big boy groups of the time and the solo girls, because that's what you had back in the day. You had 
all the big like important record labels had one big boy group which would be like 90 degrees i think was on columbia or something and sync was on rca and then they went to jive backstreet boys were on jive and then i think there was like o-town but they didn't come out till later but you had like a major boy group on like the important labels right and then you had britney who was jive christina rca mandy who was epic and i think westlife was epic too but i really don't know about westlife so i don't care and then jessica simpson was on columbia so you had all like the big girls were on somebody and the big boys were on somebody right and i mean i would say r&b was kind of the same but not really like i i I was more of a pop kid. I was into R&B. I had my Aaliyah, I had my Usher, my Brandy, my Monica, my Maya. I was into that too, but nowhere near the same as I was in the pop scene because like, I felt like the pop music was, even though it was like sexualized, just like the R&B music for sure, pop was like geared toward kids like crazy, right? Like all the teen magazines and stuff always had them all over the covers. Like people made a huge deal about the pop scene where like R&B was always a thing, rap was always a thing, rock was always a thing, sure. but people made a big deal about the pop kids because they were hence popular music right they always need a huge deal so i was always in that camp them for the most part because they were making the most noise um it was like you know what i mean that that's where the noise was and so i just noticed that there was a lot of girl groups that just never really hit you know off the ground after bewitched kind of fizzled out um, at least here in the, in the States, I, obviously in the UK and I think Australia and stuff, they were still really big, but, um, over here they kind of fizzled and then came in and Spice Girls came back. They had that whole album, uh, forever. I think it was, that didn't really do much. Like I, I loved the first single holler was like my jam. I want to make you holla, Bob, but that's cause I'm into Spice Girls girl. I'm into that. But after them, after that, they fizzled again. TLC was coming back with no scrubs and girl groups were kind of becoming a thing again. And then we had Dream. And I remember Dream. Dream was done by P. Giddy. And at the time, I think um, Lou Perlman was doing Making the Band and O-Town was becoming a thing. So we had Dream and O-Town around the same time. And I mean, it was it was cool. And then, okay, and then 3LW. But I think 3LW, I think they were all around the same time because 3LW, I remember them having their song No More. And No More was at the same time as Britney Spears Stronger. So that's back in like late 2000, right? Like, is that what that is? Sure. Like, so around that time, we had like 3LW, which were becoming big. We had um, Dream, and then we had like what was left of the Spice Girls and Bewitched. So we had a few girl groups around. But like, and then TLC, I think I did I bring up TLC. They were there. And then, I, like, I'm not going to talk about, again, I'm not going to talk about like 702, Black. I love Black. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Black was a big deal too for a minute, but I think Black faded as well in like 2000, 2001. Cause I know they had a few songs and then they were in Bring It On. And then that was just kind of it. I, I didn't, I don't recall hearing too much about them after that. I know Lisa Left Eye um, Lopez was in charge of them or like she helped find them or whatever. But again, like they really, how do I put this? Like, and, and Black was was a really good, they were a good crossover group. Like they were able to make it from like R&B into pop because people listened to Black for sure of all demographics. Um, but yeah, like, I don't know, girl groups just always have this thing about like falling apart or they just don't last long. And I can't really speak too much on those groups because I don't know too much. I know that in 2002, Lisa passed away from, from TLC, which of course affected the, the dynamic of the group. And the reason why I don't want to bring them into this too much is because TLC is still kind of a thing. So they're not like, they haven't faded. Like Destiny's Child um, was, it was like 
I think at one point the epitome of girl groups. They were around for so long and they have longevity. And But at the same time, the reason why I don't want to talk about Destiny's Child is because they don't really have the same issue as most of the other girl groups. I mean, they have fighting and stuff. And obviously some of the girls, Latavia, Latoya, and um, Farah were not able to stay till the end because of issues in the group and stuff. But the girl group still was successful enough to like, stay afloat i want to talk about the girl groups that just kind of died and why like what happened to them i just don't understand so what what brought me up what brought this up for me is i was actually watching videos on my youtube early and danny Kane kept being requested i'm just like danny Kane. so danny Kane. we're gonna get into them later we're gonna talk about these girls right now so anyway let's go back to 2001 two-ish where we had 3lw we had dream and there might have been a few other other girl groups I'm not thinking of, and I apologize if I forget who they are or why I can't think of them, but I want to talk about them and then go forward. So 3LW, um, they had a few big hits, Play Is Gone Play, which I was just listening to, No More, which is their biggest bop. Girl, that song. I love you, Keely. Shout out to Keely. You are, you are problematic, Keely. Keely, you are. You need to fix it. I need you to fix your relationship with Adrian Bailon. Uh, you just fixed it with Raven last year during COVID. God is good. Amen. But you know what? I need you to fix that because I'm looking for a Cheetah Girls 4. I'm looking forward to a Cheetah Girls 4. Disney has no new ideas. That's why they're recycling all this stuff. So I'm going to need a Cheetah Girls 4, right? So you're going to have to fix that for your paychecks, fools. Because I was a huge fan of Keely. I was a huge fan of Keely. I was a huge fan of Aquanetta from Cheetah Girls. But you don't mess it up for everybody. Like, you really did. You really fix it. Now. Anyway. So. <laughs> so them and Dream were like the biggest girl groups at that time. Dream had a single called He Loves You Not. And that was a big, big deal for them. And then they had This Is Me, which I loved. And then was there a remix of this? Yes, there was. The This Is Me remix. And then. Things just fell apart with 3LW, Nurturi, Naughton, um, ended up leaving the group because of infighting in the group and mess of things that were happening to her, um, which made both Adrian and Keely like, I, side, I, I would side eye them like crazy back in the day. And Wendy Williams too, because that interview with Wendy, with Wendy, sorry, with Wendy Williams was trash. I thought Wendy handled that complete trash, but I, Wendy Williams to me, she, uh, uh, I like her, but she trash. Anyways, so they ended up like breaking up but like they stayed together they, they brought a new girl into the group i think for the second record where they had that song wanna be down baby i do and that didn't go anywhere um because to me nurturi like i just watched the video plays gonna play she is all over that song and she can sing like i'm sorry but nurturi she carried that group adrian Bellon did a great job too no question adrian carried the cheetah girls after raven left let's be real let's be real but I thought Nuturi and Adrian had a great sound together. And Keely was just there, poor thing. She was just there. She was just there being the tall one. That's what she was just there. Um, so the fact that like she caused like, I hate when people who are like, this is not to Keely because this, this happened to me in my own personal life. But I hate when people who are doing the least and are kind of mediocre. I'm not saying you're mediocre, Keely, but you did do the least. When they're doing the least, like cause problems that break things up because they're trying to get a higher position. You know what I'm saying? Like I was working at a job, right, very recently. And there was this woman there who just was absolute trash. Like she like purposefully tried to sabotage everybody else's job, even though everybody else was doing better than her. And like she had the most customer complaints, all this kind of stuff about her, but she was constantly trying to get people out of the store, right? So she could ascend to greatness. 
But it's like, sis, you are the you are the weak link in here. It's you, not everybody else. So we ended up quitting. Most of the good people ended up quitting, and now it's just a disaster. Now it's a disaster because trash. Anyway, but that's how it was. It's like, why does the one who's like, stop, Keely, stop, girl. Why are you why are you messing with your own bag, Keely? Stop. And then we have Dream, who was done by P. Diddy. And no offense to P. Diddy, but anytime Diddy puts a group together, y'all, it's gonna be trash. Because he had remember when he had that that rap group, the band, the six the six people in the band? Remember that? Do you remember the band, girl? I can't tell you what song they sung, but remember them? Like, I remember watching that because I think they were doing Making the Band. Like, because again, Making the Band was really big. After O Town, P. Diddy had his thing and he started with the band and it was a whole rap group and he had like I think one girl's name was Sarah and she was the singer I remember like watching that season of that show and I was like okay this is kind of hot okay I'm feeling this and they didn't last and I was I was upset about that because I was like dang like y'all just like it was it was a sad show to watch because you saw like all these people coming from nothing together and like it was so different from like from the band making the band with uh the Lou Perlman O-Town thing because None of these, like, to me, these boys didn't, like, really come from sob stories. You know, all of them look like models or whatever. But then you have this where it's, like, it just felt more real with, with the bands. Like, it felt like they were really going through it, some of them. Like, they came from nothing, right? And they got together. And you're rooting for them. And, yeah, and then it just falls apart. And I was really sad about that because I was like, dang, this sucks. And he was just letting them go. He was just letting them go. And I was really sad. So then he comes up with making the band, I think, two or three and that's with Danity Kane. And huh, Danity Kane. Okay, so I'm sorry. I get I get sidetracked. I'm so sorry. We're talking about Dream. So Dream, P. Diddy's like first attempt, I think, at like a pop girl group. Like I said, they had a few hits. And then Crap at the Fan with Melissa. Now Melissa, okay, it's always my favorite members though. You guys, maybe I'm problematic. Is it me, sis? Because it's always my favorites that mess it up for everybody. Maybe not every girl group. Like, I loved LaToya in um, Destiny's Child. LaToya and Kelly were my favorite, too. Like, I like Beyonce. She cool. But, like, the other two girls were my favorite. Latavia was cool, too. I had no beef with Latavia. But LaToya and Kelly were my favorite. So, I don't know. Like, whatever. <clears throat> Anyways, with Danny, or with uh, Dream, like, I love Melissa. She was, she was my girl. Like, when they first came on the scene, I was like, I love Melissa. Don't know what it is about her, but her energy, her vibe, she's giving me sort of Britney Spears. I'm here for this. Like, I love all the girls. But with Dream, it was interesting, too, because, like, Holly was, like, the main singer. Holly was, Holly did all the work. Holly did all the work. Like, she did, Holly reminded me of, like, a young Gloria Estevan. Somebody, like, somebody out there knows what I'm talking about. That's what she reminded me of. Loved Holly. Then you had Diana. She was cute. She gave me, like, J-Lo vibes, kind of. You had Ashley, who was giving me, like, pink vibes. Something about her gave me pink vibes. And then you had Melissa, who gave me, like, Britney vibes. Like, everybody in this group gave me a vibe of somebody else. Don't know what that was, but that's how it felt. That's how I felt to me. Um, And so, like, yeah, like, Holly did all the heavy lifting, but people seem to really like Melissa. And then Melissa got movies. She was in, like, um, oh, my God. Really? Oh, she was in... What is that Nick Cannon movie? Y'all know what I'm talking about. Oh, not mm, Drumline. Was she in Drumline? She was in one of those movies. She was in one of those films. Um, am I right? Or was she, was it a Christina Milian movie? What was it? 
Anyway, she was in something. And then she got this movie called The Hollow with Nick Carter from the Backstreet Boys. And they were in that together with Kelly Coco, too, and Kevin Zegers, or Zegers, Mr. Fine, him, he was in that, too. That, I love that movie. It took forever for it to come out, but I loved it. Um, so she got a few gigs, and then all of a sudden, she was out of dream. Like, out of nowhere, she just was out of dream. They replaced her, and dream just kind of fell apart. Now, I don't think it fell apart because of Melissa. I just don't. At the same time, I do think, like, for me, after Melissa left, I checked out. Like, I didn't care anymore. Because, yeah, she's not the main girl anyways. But still, like, no, I love what, like, sometimes what somebody, even though they don't do much, sometimes what they bring to the dynamic just works. And when you try to replace them, it just doesn't work. So I feel like for me, that's what happened with Dream. And also Dream's, like, new single after the first album, I wasn't feeling that. I just, I didn't like it. Like, I liked the package they had for the first album, the way they had those girls. You had Holly, who was, like, the leader. But she was cool, like down to earth. You had like Diana, who seemed really, really sweet and kind of innocent or whatever, like the shy one. Then you had Ashley, who was like, she could kick your butt if she needed to. And then you had Melissa, who was kind of like the the flirty one or like the pretty one. Well, not the pretty, they were all pretty, but like the bubbly outgoing one, let's say that. Like like you had that uh, for her. And that's what Dream was. I didn't know this new girl who came in. I didn't want to know her, bye. Anyway, so next um, came the making of Danny became and the, like I said there are probably girl groups I'm like I know there's Cherish which again what happened I think they were all sisters right so what happened with that like why did Cherish not last what, what was that um and there were some like you know duo girl groups I'm not talking about them let's get into Danny King okay so Diddy tried with the band failed tried with um Dream had some success then failed then there was Danny King now Danny King pees me off but it does because Danny Decay you guys you guys from day one of that making the band series from day one I was team Aubrey from day one from day one Aubrey was my favorite member I wanted her in that I was like she has to drive I see it from day one right so they pick some of the girls and then they decide we don't have the final the, the right lineup and it's Aubrey and I believe um, Andrea, who were from the original show, and they moved on to the new season of Girls. So then they did another season of Girls. And then in this season, I believe they picked Shannon, D. Woods, and Dawn. And Dawn, I believe, was affected by Hurricane Katrina. So again, there kind of felt like this realness for some of them. It wasn't like making like the first season making the band with O Town. O Town just felt like a whole bunch of models like complaining and whining about their lives who want to be singers. This felt different. And I don't know why, but it just felt different. Maybe because it was taking place in New York. I don't know. But these girls felt like they were hungrier. Where Danny or uh, O-Town just felt like it's just a whole bunch of cute boys in the house. Like, you know what I mean? So anyway, they make Danny DeCane. And I'm for this group. I love D Woods. D, D Woods, I low-key D Woods was like my low-key favorite, like somewhere. I loved um, Andrea. I love Andrea can sing. Andrea can sing. I loved Dawn. Dawn seemed very like cool-headed. She knows what she wants. And then there's Shannon. Shannon, I have no thoughts about except I'm like, why do you look like Ashley Simpson? You guys should be sisters. That's what I got from Shannon. I like Shannon. I have no beef with Shannon. I really don't. At first, when they first came out, I was like, why did they pick her? I don't get it. There were other girls that seemed more talented. But they did, she did help fit the look of Danny King, whatever that was. Like, I, I get it. Um, and there are times where Shannon will actually surprise me with her talent. Like, I think Shannon is beautiful. 
Um, I'm glad she's not blonde all the time. Because honestly, I think the blonde throws me off with Shannon. I've seen her with dark hair. I'm like, girl, but that's, she can wear whatever hair color she wants. My opinion don't even matter. You do useless. But yeah, I, I like Shannon. And then you have Aubrey. Now, Aubrey, like I said, was my favorite, you guys. I was team Aubrey from the jump because Aubrey had so much fire and I felt so bad for her every time she was worried about getting kicked off. I felt terrible for her. I really did because I was like, girl, you've been working this, like, what do you, like, me and Aubrey, is Aubrey an Aries? I need to find out is Aubrey is an, if she's an Aries because she gives me Aries vibes. I'm an Aries, so she gives me vibes. Because Aries, we like we work hard, we do what we gotta do, but we really do F things up for ourselves. No, we do. We F things up for ourselves sometimes. These other signs are all trash compared to us, but they really we really do F it up for ourselves. We do. But she might be a Leo or a Capricorn, because there's times I can't stand her. And those are the two big signs I'm just like, get away from me. <laughs> Shout out to my Leos and my Caps. And shout out to my Aries too. I love all y'all. Everybody's problematic in their own way. But Aubrey is like self-destruction. So anyway, Danny King comes out and they're a hit. Show stopping. We show show stopping. I was into them. Like they were, besides Justin Child and all them, there was something about Danny King that I was really into. And I think it was because they were made in front of our eyes, right? They weren't some put together gimmick or they weren't some girls who were big in their hometown, but nobody else knew who they were. And then all of a sudden they blow up. No, we got to watch them on TV for like two, three years or two, three seasons anyway, and see how they come up. So because they had that, like it was like S Club 7 because they had a TV series that showed them just like more than just singers and stuff. You rooted for them and you wanted them to become big. And Danny the King did that. That whole first album, oh yes, this like my love. <sighs> my love is my jam. My love is my jam. My love, ride for you. Um, well, stay with me. The first album was, I think it was the first album. I don't remember, but that was a bop too. Um, backup up. I can't believe you're making me sweat. You Everybody loved that one song. What is it called? Oh my God. It's a bop too. What is it called? Oh crap. You tell me something better than me. What is that one? Hold me down. You hold me. You hold me. Everybody loves that song. And that is number two for me. That song is a bop. But Back Up Off of Me is my jam, you guys. When I heard Back Up, done. I was like, they're my favorite. <laughs> yes, Disney Child's over here making me lose my breath and I'm here for it. But this right here, dance right here, Daddy King, yeah. And then, so they had that first album and it was a bop. They were lazy. I'm gonna say that they were lazy because I think they only had like two videos off that album. Girl, they should have had four. What were they doing? Four. My Love should have been a, a single and so should have um, Hold Me Down. And then fifth single should have been Back Up Off of Me. And then they should have done their second album. Just my opinion. Videos help sell albums. I don't care what nobody say. Videos help sell albums. Diddy is lazy. He should have been all over that. All over that. He should have been doing things for them. And he just, he was lazy. Um, we saw that with Dream though. Dream only had like three singles off the first album. And the second and third single were the same song. One was just remixed. You're lazy. You should have done more. The, Dream should have done a video for Mr. Telephone Man. Like, what? The, really? Diddy, you have the money. Girl, bye. Anyway, so then Danny the King comes out with their second album and damages the first single, and it is a hit. It, do, do you got a first aid kit? Oh, girl. Sis, sis, 
sis, when I tell you that song was the biggest bop, like, wasn't that in 2008? Everybody was giving us, like, songs in 2008. Like, Danity King, because that was a big song at my graduation. That was a big song at, at that time. When we went to grad night, that was one of the songs that was popping. They had that, and then, like, Britney came out with Circus Night. I'm almost on my heart. She came out with Circus that year. And then I think Beyonce had single ladies. 2008 was a good year for singles, y'all. Gaga was doing something I don't care about, but she said, y'all. So it was, everybody was, yeah, I'm okay for that. So yeah, and Danny Kane had that. And at that time, I think Diddy was doing another Making the Band with Day 26, and um, which they fell apart too. I don't know how long Day 26 was a thing because I honestly was not even into them like that. I liked two, three songs from them and that was it. But he was trying to make like Donnie a thing. Remember Donnie, the guy who didn't make the group, but did he like him? Where did he go? Like all these people, whatever. So anyway, Dandy King had that first big hit for Damage for the second album. Of course, everybody bought it. And the album was a banger. There were, um, what is it? Striptease, Bob, um, Addicted to Love, Bob, um, Oh my God, what was the other one? They had some, they had a lot of really, Bad Girl, which Bad Girl became a video for them. And that video was cute, but it was, it was, uh, it could have been better. Missy Elliott was in that too. Um, But Bob. And that's when things just started going downhill because for Danny Kane, they were like one of the most successful girl groups like at the time. And they just dismantled. Destiny's Child wasn't even a thing anymore. They had said their goodbyes. Pussycat Dolls, which I will get into right now too. They were a big deal at 1.2 but Danny King was like there and they were like a girl group girl like I don't know what Pussycat Dolls was supposed to be I have no idea what they were supposed to be like a girl group but also like um they led into like being showgirls they were something unique too but it's crazy that it just it just and and it, it happened in front of our faces because again Danny King had making the band so we saw them fall apart on tv right of course that was probably scripted i mean they did fall apart but of course that's probably not how things i don't think it really went down like that in that room i think that was just you know what i mean i think they were paid to come back and do that actual reaction for diddy like i think that was like mtv like y'all need to film this if you're gonna break up i want you to film it and i think that's what that was but that was crazy too like Aubrey, Aubrey should have kept her girl. I've never wanted Aubrey to shut up so much. I was like, Aubrey, I was screaming at my TV screen. I was screaming at my TV screen. I was like, Are you serious? Y'all got a big hit record and you want to do this? Aubrey was doing too much. Like, I think she had like a, a play or something. She was she was doing something. And then I think D Woods or Dawn, one of those two was doing something extra as well on the side. And I'm just like, y'all are doing too much. Like, y'all just like, Aubrey, you just got into this group like two years ago, girl, after working your butt off, you gonna do this? Like, I was so mad. And it's always the one I like. It was always, it's always the one. But however, y'all, that stripped down version of Damage when they were getting fired, I was living. <laughs> I was like, I was, I was like, do they have this on iTunes? <laughs> Can I buy this? That like stripped down version of the song, there's like, no, it was just like, um, um acapella i was like can i buy this somewhere i'm still asking that question because that shit was bomb that was <laughs> as they were getting fired i kept replaying it not because they were getting fired but because that was a that was a nice mix so i kept playing it but um again another group that went downhill and now i want to talk about the pussycat dolls so again um Pussycat Dolls, big, big, big girls too. Like, Danity Kane, really, really big. It was like, at one point, I think it was Pussycat Dolls versus Danity Kane because it was the only two girl groups out there, but they were both really giving it. 
Like, because like I said, most of the time it was the solo girls who were just giving us stuff. Christina, Britney, all these other girls in different genres of music as well. But these two girl groups really held their own. Like, freaking Pussycat Dolls with Don't Ya, big hit. Then you had um, Beep, big hit, which I love. Beep is one of my favorite. Like, out of all the Pussycat Dolls songs, I think it's Buttons and Beep that are my favorite too. And then we had Stick With You, another big one for them. They had, again, Buttons, which was pop. And and then they had another one. Um, which one was that? Uh, wait a minute. So they had, a, like, Pussycat Dolls were putting in a lot of work. They were doing what I wanted Danny D. King to do, which was make a ton of videos. The Pussycat Dolls had a ton of videos. And what made them cool, too, they were hooking up with all these rapper producers in their songs. So we had Busta Rhymes in a song. We had Timberland in a song. We had Snoop Dogg in a song. Like, almost every single they had on their album, there was a rapper attached to it. So they were really putting, and Will I Am too, there we go. So they were really putting themselves out there as like, we mixed with all these different people and you know, they're, they give different sounds. They really were giving us a lot. And even with their second album, you know, with uh, I Hate This Part Right Here. Um, and I think that, like, I think When I Grow Up is on the album too, I'm not really sure, but like all those songs were on the same album, I think. Um, I kind of fell out with Pussycat Dolls. I stopped caring about them when Melody left the group because Melody was my favorite girl. I loved Melody. And Melody was not the problem with with Pussycat Dolls because there were a few girls, there was like one or two girls that left before Melody left, but she was not the problem with that. Like sometimes I like the instigators, sometimes I like the ones that are just victims of it. And Melody was the victim of that because you can clearly tell out of the Pussycat Dolls that were left. Um, After the redhead left, because she had talent so you could tell, um, they had another girl with dark hair. She then went red on the second album. Um, but anyway, they had like Melody. And I, Melody had talent, you can tell she can sing. You can tell she has just as much drive and stuff as Nicole or whatever. And it was sad that she was always put in the back. She was always in the back. Like with Buttons, when she got those like few like high notes that she got, I was like, see, we know she can sing. Like all the other girls are not doing what she's doing. And it sucks that she's put in the back and they're not giving her love or attention. And so she left, of course. I mean, it, it, it sucks that like her career by herself hasn't like boomed but I have my own theories about that and because I, I feel like the world of R&B um hip-hop and R&B I really feel like there's they it, same thing as pop has to be a fine-tooth comb if you're not this girl or you don't look exactly like this girl or whatever then you're not gonna make it as big as this girl and you guys know what girl I'm talking about I love Beyonce I love her but I really do feel like and maybe it's not Beyonce's fault at all I, I don't really blame her but I do feel like in the industry it's like we can only have a few successful black women or women in general at the same time so we have to start trimming who gets to stay and who has to leave you know what I'm saying because like back in the day like there was a Marie. I love a Marie. I love a Marie. I would say she was my favorite for a time, even when Beyonce and all of them were having new music, because a Marie had that sound. And then a Marie kind of disappeared, right? But then Beyonce started having that sound. So I was like, wait a minute, hold up. Like, how are you just going to take her whole career from her? But they did. And the same thing goes with like a Shunti, all these other girls. Like, yeah, maybe sometimes they just don't have the right hits. Maybe they're at the wrong labels. I don't know. But it just seems like besides Beyonce, Rihanna was probably one of the only like black female artists to still survive after like Beyonce hit, you know, because when Beyonce hit, it changed everything about who stays and who goes. And I felt like Melody really was one of those girls who could have made it by by herself on her own. But I just think there was a lot of sabotage. I think there's a lot of sabotage that goes on in the, in the music industry um, for a lot of artists. 
um, especially artists of color, I really do feel like there is a lot of sabotage. Like there can only, I feel like in a lot of people's minds at the labels and stuff, there can only be one, which sounds completely stupid. But when you look at like the the craziness of how these things work out, it does kind of feel like there can only be one. Now I think things are changing. For example, like with Nicki Minaj, like now she's like, you know, she was a big, big hit rapper, but now you have like, um, Cardi B, you've got uh, Doja Cat, you've got uh, Megan Thee Stallion, you've got, what's her name, Lizzo. Now, mind you, not all these girls are black or not all these girls are, you know, darker of skin tones, but you have them. They're 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 changing because of Nicki and, and girls before like Little Kim and, and at the time Little Kim had Foxy Brown and other competitors too, sure, but a lot of them died out very, very fast. And Nikki's really been the only one to last for so, so long, which I have mad respect for her because of that, because it is must be absolutely hard to make it in that industry and, you know, be a woman amongst all these men, right? And so now there's other girls coming out here <laughs> who should all be thanking her, period. But I think at the same time, Nikki's got her own issues, in my opinion. Like, I think Nikki's a little bit, like... But at the same time, I think about what she's had to go through being that only female MC for so long because the other girls were just not lasting. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. But there's there seems to be this thing that only one can make it. And so I think that's why Melody's career never really took off. And it's funny because Nicole Scherzinger is extremely talented, right? She's a beautiful woman. She can dance, she can sing, all these things. She's an actress. I'm like, even when she tried to go solo, which I thought when she went solo, it was over. I was like, when she goes solo, because I always look at it and I'm thinking, who gonna try to come for Britney's crown? Who's gonna try to come for Britney's crown? Who gonna do it? Or or Beyonce's, because I was like, when she comes out, like she's another girl from a girl group like Beyonce was. So who gonna do it? Who's gonna try to take these crowns? And surprisingly, Nicole didn't take nobody's crown. She didn't. And it was weird because I'm just like, wait a minute. Like she had built this huge career off the back of the Pussycat Dolls. I'm not saying that like they are like, they made her famous. I'm saying being in the group made her famous and all of them famous. So it was weird that she didn't just like blow up by herself, but she didn't. She's now more more so like a judge on reality shows. I understand that she, that Destiny Child and Pussycat Dolls did both, or not just, uh, Pussycat Dolls and Danity Kane both did come back respectively like over the years, but ain't nobody checking for them like they used to. That's a fact. Nobody's checking for these for these groups like they used to, which is which is sad. I mean, you can say the same thing about the Backstreet Boys. Now, I just went to a Backstreet Boys concert like two, three years ago, and I love them. But again, like nobody's checking for them the way they that way we used to, and that goes for all the big pop stars. Like nobody's checking for them the way they used to check for them because the newer generation is still a thing. But I mean, you'll we'll start seeing them die out pretty soon. We'll start seeing people less people caring about Justin Bieber, your Taylor Swift, things like that. Don't come for me, all fans of these people. I'm not saying anything negative about your about your face. I don't really care about them at all. I don't check for their music. But I'm saying that like at one point it'll start happening to them as it happened to ours. Like I used to think Britney was pretty much untouchable. And I'm not saying that like now she could come out of the record and probably get number one. I, I would believe it, especially because of the free Britney movement. But there's a time, there was a time more recently with her more recent album she would come out with something and it didn't move the way it used to move and i'm thinking how could that happen to britney spears but she you know but that's what happens it is you know there's times when justin timberlake i don't like him but there's times when he comes out with a record it doesn't do anything it doesn't move that's what happens sometimes beyonce not beyonce um rihanna it took her a while 
to get her first number one hit album. And she was putting out albums back to back to back. So there comes a point in time where people just stop caring as much. And I think now that's where they are with like these groups. Now, of course, it was like Fifth Harmony. They came out, they were a thing. And again, like um, a little bit like Danny came, we got to see them kind of come together um, because of the X Factor, which Britney Spears was the host that season. Hey, Britney. Anyway, so they became a thing. And I thought, and Little Mix, Little Mix was a thing too. I don't really know too much about Little Mix. I'm not in their mix. I only know like two or three songs from them. They're, they seem like very talented ladies. Um, and I know one just left the group actually, which was really, really sad. Actually, I don't know her name, but when I found out that she left and a part of the reason was due to people treating her like crap because the way she looked, you guys, that is never okay. It is not okay to treat somebody like that. Like I really, like, I really hope that she finds now that she finds the beauty in herself because I hope she already knows she is beautiful inside and out I don't give a fuck what you look like you have a talent that that is is amazing and you deserve to be on that stage with those other three girls period do you live your life forget what they say forget what all the haters say they're not making your money they're not making your coin their name is never going to be as big as yours so never let somebody who's less than you yes I said that and I I, I know I say everybody's equal blah, blah blah in this case I'm talking about something else Instead of having, like, don't let people who are less than make you feel bad about yourself. They're not in your shoes. They wish they could be, but they're not. You have a platform. You need to own that. And I, I, I you know, in her own time, she will. And I, I feel for her and all the girls a little mixed and everybody who's ever had to leave an industry because of the way they look. I know how that feels. I really do. I know how it feels for people to tell me that you're ugly, you're this, you're that, and the third, and it makes you want to just like lose control, right? It makes you just want to quit at what you're doing. Don't let them get to you, honey, because they're not they're not in your shoes. They could never be. They could never be you. So when she's ready, I hope she comes back. Maybe on her own, maybe in the group, but I, I really want to see her come back because that is not right. That is never okay. Um, and then you have Fifth Harmony. <clears throat> now, Fifth Harmony, <laughs> Camila Cabello, I can't. Okay, so I know she has fans somewhere, but I, I can't, Camila Cabello. I really can't. Like, I like, I liked Fifth Harmony. I checked for a few of their songs. I thought that each girl had her own thing to bring. There's one girl in the group. I don't know their names. I only know Normani's name and Camilla, only because Camilla was a problem. Um, I don't know her name. But there's one girl in that group that I, when I heard her, I was like, she gonna go solo, right? Because her voice is amazing. I don't know what her name is. I don't know what her name is. She's pretty, I think she's the shortest one. But she could sing. I, and I'm like, again, with the Camila, like, people love Camila. She was like, I guess the face of that group for somebody. I don't care about her, but I guess she was. For what reason? I don't know. I think it's because she dressed like a, like people have this thing when you dress like preppy and kind of cute and you kind of become the face of, you know what I mean? Like, cause back then Ariana Grande was doing the same thing with like the, like the little earmuffs on her head or whatever. So she was, she was dressing a certain way. And I think she was also friends with Taylor Swift, this Camila girl. I think they were friends. And I'm pretty sure like things like that are why she was able to like kind of be the face of the group. Because if you're if you're asking me who the most talented one of the group is, it ain't her. I'm not saying she can't sing whatever, but she has a sound that sounds a little bit like Sia. And then sometimes she sounds like Rihanna. And then she sounds like Demi Lovato. So she sounds like several people, which is why I'm like, why you? But anyway, so they were a thing. They broke up. Like she left the group, and I guess Normani was saying there was like some some racial stuff going down. I've seen a lot of hateful things towards uh, towards Normani even when they were all together, and I was not okay with that. I had a huge 
problem with that. And not just her, they were coming after some of the other girls saying hateful things too. And I was not okay with that. They were fat shaming certain girls, all that. Not okay. Not at all. When I found out that, that, that allegedly Camila was a part of that, I was like, I'm done with you. Like, honestly, Camila needs to be canceled like yesterday. Just my opinion. Sorry. But whatever. Um, now, Camila, I'm going to say this to you. I have two things I have two things to say to you that I like. Your song, Crying in the Club. Don't ask me why I bought to Crying in the Club, but I do. I think it has to do with Christina Aguilera and Sia in the background of your vocals. I'm here for that. And then um, she had another song that I liked. It wasn't her song, but she was in it. I think it was Hey Mama, because I have the version with her and Britney Spears together, and I'm like, I love this, I live. Yes, check it out, it, it's Bob. Anyway, so she left, and then it was just the four of them. And after that, they kind of just dismantled. Normani's still doing her own thing. Normani, I need you to decide. Girl, you gonna make an album or not? Are you gonna, do, are you gonna have my coin or not? It's, it's that simple. Are you going to take my coin from me or not? Because your song Diamonds with Megan Thee Stallion, girl, I'm still bopping to that. That was the best thing about Birds of Prey for me. But I'm gonna need you to do something. Like, seriously, you're gonna need to do something, please. I need it. Anyway, so, yeah, you guys, like, I, like, I don't know what it is about girl groups that just don't seem to make it because, like, Little Mix is, I think, the only one right now, right? Like, currently, that I know of. There might be other girls. I know there's, like, Blackpink. Haven't got into them yet. I don't know about them. Um... I'll look into their music, I guess. I looked into BTS a little while ago and some other groups. And again, this is a new generation listening to stuff that I just cannot. Like the boy groups and the girl groups of today, no matter where in the world they're from, I don't get it. Like BTS, I see it because I watch them perform. And I'm like, whoo, they are good. Go for there. They are good. And they, they and they fine. They fine. So I'm gonna check out um some other girl groups and stuff that I've been like I like someone told me if you like BTS, you'll like Blackpink. And again, I don't really care for BTS's music, but I think they are really very inter- they're very entertaining to watch perform. Like they have they have the they have the moves. They have the moves. So I heard if you like them you might like Blackpink. So I'm gonna get I'm gonna try to give them a, a chance. Cause they, there are some BTS songs I do kind of bop to like Loki Loki. So there might be some Blackpink I bop to too. Um and then there's other like there are girl groups like people mention in, in passing and I'm like who is that? So I need to like kind of like figure it out. You know what I want to see? I want to see a female rap group, like a new one. I think there was one back in the day, but I don't really recall. I want to see like that go down. Like Doja Cat and some of the others. Doja Cat is talented, by the way. I watched a performance of hers recently and I was like, this girl can do what? She's talented all on her own. Shout out to these talented, multi-talented rappers and stuff who can do more. Like shout out to y'all. Anyways, that's pretty much the end of this. What happened to girl groups? Are we gonna get any back? Because to me, girl groups have a special place in my heart because even though I'm not a girl myself, I'm not a woman myself, there was a piece of me that really loved them. I just loved seeing them together. Like I I did, I loved seeing Danny DeCane. I loved seeing Pussycat Dolls. I loved seeing like Destiny's Child. When they're on stage together, like these 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 ladies just electrify the stage. When they're in videos together, they do the same thing. It's like when I see my favorite singers like do duets together, like that, you know, like when I saw like Beyonce and Shakira, I love seeing that energy. I loved it. It's great. It's great to see them all do their own thing, but it's also great to see them all in the group setting. I absolutely love when I can see that. And I miss that. I really do miss girl groups. I don't miss the toxicity that came with them. And I hope that that goes away with, with each passing generation. It just gets easier for people to get along and not have to worry about who's the, the most famous, who's the prettiest, who's got this, who's got that, who can sing the best and just enjoy each other's time. 
That's really what I want to see. Because like I said, as a kid, I would have loved to be in a group. I mean, I was an only child, so I was lonely. <laughs> but I always thought, wow, how cool would it be to travel the world with like four other people, make money together, and just enjoy your time in the spotlight. And unfortunately, it probably wasn't that way because like 95% of groups just don't make it very far. But um, yeah, I mean, who knows what the future holds for like Danny DeCain, Pussycat Dolls, or any of these girls. A lot of these groups are coming back, at least for like reunion tours. Spice Girls do that every now and then. So who's who knows what will happen in the future? Maybe we will get Danny DeCain with all five girls coming back. I know D Woods, the last time they got together, D Woods wouldn't come back. Um, so who knows? I have nothing but the best hope and wishes for everybody, even you, Camila. Um, I really do hope the best for everyone at this point. And yeah, I mean, it's just, it's, it's sad. It, it's a sad thing to see so many of these groups just kind of like fall apart. But I always wonder, especially with the girl groups, what happened? Because the talent was there. The, it just, maybe the sisterhood wasn't there. I don't know, but like, it, it just makes me wonder. Anyway, that's the end of this one. I will get into boy groups in, in more 90s, 2000s pop culture later on, because that's that's the era I'm from. I'm not from this new era, so a lot of music that comes out today to me, I know it sounds, I know I sound old, I don't care. It just sounds like noise. Like, I finally get what my parents mean, because I'm just like, this sounds like noise to me. What, what, what am I listening to? But every now and then, somebody from this day and age will give me something that blows me away. It doesn't happen often, but it does happen. Um, so yeah, that's, that's the end of this, but I will get back to you guys later. Have a great night, you guys. Peace.